Hey everyone, welcome to the show. So Colorado Congresswoman Lauren Boebert is likely to lose in her newly chosen district. And also the drama just continues to follow her. So over the new the weekend, news had broke that Boebert's ex-husband Jason has officially been charged with multiple crimes related to ju not just their altercation in a restaurant, but also the assault of their eldest son. Jason Boebert now faces charges of disorderly conduct, third-degree criminal trespass, and obstructing an a peace officer in regard to his meltdown at the restaurant when the two of them met. And then he's been charged with harassment, prohibited use of a weapon, and third-degree assault for the incident involving their son. So that news followed a very embarrassing debate performance by Lauren Boebert. I know you're all shocked. As you all know, she recently announced that she's switching districts because the polls were showing that she was going to lose badly to Democratic challenger Adam Frisch. You know, guys will remember in 2022 in the midterms, Frisch almost beat her. And that was before the whole Bobo does Beetlejuice thing. And things have just gone downhill since the midterms. So uh, you know, it, it was likely she was going to lose to him. He was running ahead of her in every poll. She only beat him by like 500 points the last time. So Bobert made the decision she was going to run in the 4th District of Colorado. There was an open seat. The Republican who had held that seat for a long time is retiring. Well, it's a far more conservative district, and so you would think maybe they would go for her, but Last week, they held their first debate for that district, and yeah, it did not go well for Bobo the Clown. Her opponents repeatedly accused her of being a carpetbagger, and then they held a straw poll of the, of the audience in attendance. Now, you know, this is anecdotal. This is just the people who showed up to watch the debate, so it's not scientific. It doesn't mean a whole lot. But if this is any indication of the district, it's not good. Because you got to think, the people who are showing up to watch these debates, they are the hardcore people. They are the people who are very committed, who are going to show up to vote, who really want to know about these candidates. So they conducted this straw poll. Boebert came in fifth out of eight candidates. And if she had any brain in that head of hers, she would be thoroughly humiliated because she came in fifth against some very, let's call them interesting people. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. One of Boebert's opponents is Richard Haltorf. Haltorf is an anti-choice, quote-unquote, conservative who called pro-choice supporters, quote, godless heathens. He just said that last year. This is not like, oh, 20 years ago, he's changed his tune. No. Recently, though, he revealed on the House floor that he paid for one of his girlfriends to have an abortion when he was in his early 20s. On the House floor, Haltorf said, and, and this is the biggest, like, gotcha and why this is such a big deal, because of the reason he gave. He told his colleagues, quote, I respected her rights and actually gave her money to help her through her important critical time so she could live her best life. Sure sounds like he's saying her abortion 
allowed her to live her best life, right? Gave her a chance to fulfill her mission in life, the reason she was born, pursue her dreams, you know, like men get to do. So Haltorf went on to say, quote, I have so much lived experience, you have no idea. No, no, you really don't. Unless he has been one of those women, he has zero experience. Unless you walk a mile in their shoes. As one of my uncles used to say, a man can get up, he can zip up his fly, and he can walk away. Women can't when there's a pregnancy. So anyway, Haltorf is saying, oh, you know, I have all this experience. My mother, you know, she had cancer and she gave birth to me anyway. And then, you know, my one girlfriend got an abortion. The other one chose to keep the baby and put it up for adoption. So that's why I should be able to tell women what to do with their bodies. So he is now saying, he's now trying to back, back, back it up. He is now trying to spin this as the fault of the, quote, liberal news media. On Saturday, he issued a statement and he's beep, beep, beep and walking it back. (laughs) He's moonwalking away from this. And he's telling a very different version of the story. Haltorf now claims he opposed his girlfriend's abortion decision and the money he gave her was not to be used for the abortion. Haltorf's new statement says in part, quote, When I was a young man in college, my girlfriend became pregnant. I headed off to Fort Lewis, Washington to do my ROTC advanced camp training for the summer, and upon my return was greeted with terrible news. My girlfriend had made the unfortunate choice to have an abortion despite my objections as a pro-life Catholic. The liberal media took my comments completely out of context, claiming I paid for an abortion. And quote, the truth is, my girlfriend asked for financial help when I returned from military training later that summer. I did what any honorable man who respects women would do, and I supported her. Let me remind you again what he said. He said, I respected her rights and actually gave her money to help her through her important, critical time so she could live her best life. That was a direct quote. So just another do as I say, not as I do, fake news media screeching hypocrite. Boebert's other opponent is former state senator Ted Harvey. He is accused of running a super PAC that it was basically like just a big old grift. This was in 2013. The super PAC was called Stop Hillary. And according to the New Republic news outlet, the group spent 87% of all of the money they received in donations on supposed operating expenses instead of actual work product. So what a great group these voters have to choose from in Colorado, huh? I mean, I'm surprised Bobert didn't do better, actually. I'm surprised, like, they're not going, hmm, well, (laughs) out of this bunch, (laughs) she either really fits in or she's maybe not as bad. I don't know. 
we'll have to really weigh it all. Anyway, I, I think just the fact that they've seen how she's been in Congress, she has done nothing. She did nothing to help her, her constituents in the third district, hasn't passed a single piece of legislation after two terms in office. So four years and she's done nothing. So they're probably thinking, you know, even if we pick a jerk and a liar and a hypocrite, at least it won't be a jerk and a hypocrite and a liar who does nothing. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a jerk, a hypocrite and a liar who actually does something for us and lifts a finger for his constituents or her constituents. I will let you know uh, how this proceeds, how everything progresses, and if she starts to maybe rise in the polls over there. I, I know I shouldn't say the word rise and Bobert in the same sentence. <laughs> all right, I'll let you all know. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like, please share, please subscribe. If you can donate, really appreciate it. Links are below in the description box on YouTube and the podcast. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.